from the North Devon coast to the Atlantic shores, from the tropical rainforests to the sunny Azores, from Icelandic wastelands to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Enter Merlin! But beware, do not interrupt his magic! Merlin. 
around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio. Hi, Merry Meet, and welcome to Cauldron FM's Beltane Show. I'm the Merlin, and hopefully we will be joined by Ems from Saltwater Gaia later in the show. And we opened with a band called Omnia, and a track of theirs called Tina Beltaner, which is quite apt, really, for a Beltane show. Anyway, let's continue with a piece by Wendy Rule, which is called Deity. Yeah. 
And here is a tip from the School of Witchcraft, and it's called Talk to Your House. Your house is a sentient being with its own consciousness. There is a reason why, in all stories, witches' homes are alive. Witches know that every household is a home, not only to humans, but also for spirits and deities, which protect the house and care for all its inhabitants. So, every time you enter your house, say hello. Every time you leave the house, say thank you. Houses that have been ignored tend to be unhealthy and they attract negative energies and spirits. And if you do that for a whole lunar cycle, you may notice signs from your home or answers to your questions. So as I say, that came from the School of Witchcraft. I'll move on with another piece of music now.
You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, the sound of magic. And that was a piece by Jamie Black, taken from her album, Season of the Witch. And it's something called, We Are the Daughters of the Ones You Burned. Now, Jamie is a friend of another artist who we'll be featuring later on, a guy called Andy Prince, who I went to school with. She is supposed to be coming over to the UK from America later in the year. If she does, then it's scheduled for us to have a meeting and possibly do an interview face-to-face. So I'll keep you posted on that one. So in the meantime, let us move ahead with The Call by a band called Corvus. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, 
You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, the sound of magic.
band is a band called Legend. And those of you that have listened to this show before, or these shows before, should I say, will probably know the story that goes along with the Legend albums. I was working on an album of my own, and I went to a local studio, which was run by a guy called Steve Payne. And that studio went under the name of Pagan Media. I liked Steve, got on really, really well with him. After a number of sessions, I was asked if I would join the organization as a musical advisor. So I did, but by that time they released their first album, which is an album called Light in Extension. And the next track is taken from that album, a track called Hold the Flame. So this is Legend, I hope you like it. Colden FM, the sound of magic.
making magical, mystical memories. Merlin. Here is a little witchy tip. Wash down your front door with warm water and a little essential oil of mint to refresh the vibrations and welcome in luck, wealth and abundance. If you don't have mint oil, peppermint tea works just as well. And that's taken from a Facebook page, which is every which way you can. Useful little tip there. Andy Prince and Anthea Needs, who went by the name of Needs and Prince, and the track was called The Sun and the Moon. Making magical, mystical memories. Merlin. Many years ago, I had the great pleasure of meeting the next artist. A lady called Celia Ferran. And for those of you that have heard these shows before, there is a story attached to that about how she came over to be in, or how she came to be in the UK. Um, she came on a tour. She was touring around Ireland and Scotland and so on and so forth, and ended up in Glastonbury. By prior arrangement, we met up there and had an absolutely wonderful day. Her and my wife, Alison, got on like a house on fire. So anyway, she has recorded a number of albums. And this track is taken from one of those albums called Fire in the Head. And it's a great track. I think it's brilliant. And it's called Gnomes. So here's Celia Ferran. As I was sitting in my chair 
when a hazel branch struck me in the head And the coroner pronounced me dead Seven years that I was gone Dancing jigs and singing fairy songs Now I'm back and you can see I'm a little bit human and a little fairy took my brain, I would bet they are insane Cause I don't think there was there a gnome Who thought as much as I did Ha ha, the joke is not on me Cause now I'm living merrily With me ring-ding-dilly-o Wa-da-da-da-ding-da-dilly-o Down. And I panicked in each moment as I jumped about the town Now I'm neither here nor there and I haven't got a care With me ring ding dilly oh wa da da ding da dilly oh I know Well those gnomes that took my brain I would bet they are insane Cause I don't think there was there a gnome Who thought as much as I did was invented, it was inspired by a true magician. A number of years ago I was supposed to have done a gig with the next artist. For some reason it didn't happen. She'd sent me all the material that she'd had at that time and one of the tracks that she sent me is the next one which is called Natural High. It's taken from an album that she did called The Journey of an Empath 
So without further ado, here is Livia Pie and the Elementals with Natural High.
listening to Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And now it's time for our crystal of the month, brought to you by Ems from Saltwater Gaia. Merry me, this is Ems from Saltwater Gaia with this meets crystal of the month segment. I am a self-employed crystal healing master practitioner and teacher based on the beautiful North Devon coast, working around Devon, Cornwall, Somerset, and even further afield. I also work remotely around the world. I offer other energy healing modalities, including massage and aromatherapy, but crystals are my passion and specialty. I teach courses from beginner to practitioner levels, as well as a range of workshops aimed at children and adults and at all levels. Rather than a crystal of the month and with the upcoming Black Moon and Beltane energies, uh, we're going to focus specifically on Beltane today. Beltane Eve is the 30th of April, so pretty close. And in some countries such as Germany, this is known as Walpurgis Night. Walpurgis Night gets its name from the Saxon goddess Walpurga. For example, on Walpurgis Night in 1900, the Brocken, the German witch's sacred mountain, was actually reclaimed by women's groups. First of all, a big thank you to the Goddess in Green Man for a lot of this information. It's information that I've shared on several levels, but I do want to actually give them a shout out. So May itself is named after the goddess who is uh, chief of the Greek Seven Sisters of um, or the Pleiades. The Irish Celtic queen is Maeve or Mab, and she's an incarnation of this goddess who later became the, became the fairy Queen Mab of Shakespeare in Romeo and Juliet. Sacred to her is the Hawthorn or May Blossom. The Green Man is the god of vegetation. As Jack of the Green, who's a kind of Robin Hood figure, he marries the flower goddess whom he crowns as the May Queen with her garlands of May Blossom. The bride and groom would carry or wear may blossoms and garlands of mayflowers. Um, these would be hung around their bed for fertility and lasting love. Now, Beltane is the major fertility festival or Sabbath within the Wheel of the Year. And there are strong energies connected with the Sabbaths, making them not only perfect times for celebration, but for working of magic too, as these energies can be incorporated into spells or any intentions you're working. Some witches or um, may prefer to keep the Sabbaths as a time of uh, reflection, uh, but Beltane is this incredible fire festival and it's all about fertility on all levels. So just to recap, the Sabbaths are divided into two groups. The first are the major Sabbaths of Samhain, Imbolc, Beltane and Lammas. The minor Sabbaths are Ostara and Mabon, which are the two equinoxes, and Yule and Lith are the two solstices. Like Samhain, Beltane is also a time when the veil between the two worlds becomes thinnest. Only this time, it's the spirits of jest and humour who may step forwards. So you've got trickster gods such as Pan and Puck and Loki who can all be invoked in this time. But beware the consequences as the gods have a sense of humour too. In the Northern Hemisphere, we'll be celebrating Beltane on the 1st of May. In the Southern Hemisphere, they'll be celebrating Samhain. And these are the two sort of um, opposing festivals, um, hence the, the veil of the uh, between the two worlds becoming thinnest. Beltane marks the onset of summer as the goddess sheds her robes of the maiden and takes on those of the mother. Uh, the god stands at her side and rules as her consort, and their marriage is for the fertility of all of the land. Now, many witches will also celebrate their own um, hand fastings at Beltane, and these are valid for a year and a day or longer or permanent. 
Many villages have traditional May Queens, um, which echo the goddess changing from the maiden to mother. The phallic symbol, obviously, there is the, the maypole and the May dances. Now, Beltane gets its name from Bel, um, which is a festival of the solar god. In times past, hearth fires would be extinguished and new flames would be sparked from the embers. Two large beacons would be lit at a high point from where they could be seen by all and people would drive their livestock between these two fires, often leaping the flames themselves to purify, protect and bring fertility to all. Afterwards, it was your big old party, lots of mead, a time to sing, dance, make merry and it is often said couples um, would head to the the, the forests and the fields overnight um, as a celebration of the god and goddess and fertility. You can imagine the rest. Colours for Beltane include bright red and silver for the goddess, green and gold for the god. But you can also use blue and gold for the goddess, red and gold for the god. Mead is really the sort of the, the typical festival drink here. It's often known as the honeymoon drink and uh, you could also look at elderflower cordials for a, a non-alcoholic alternative. Magically speaking, Hawthorne is the entrance to the underworld. As well as the sacred plant of Queen Mab, it's also used as protection. So sprigs were hung in the cradles of newborn babies, twigs would be woven into globes and circles and used as protective charms. The traditional maypoles were originally a living hawthorn tree brought into the village with its resident dryad or tree spirits. Until the advent of the Puritans, it was commonplace to see maypoles on every village green. Although very much innocently connected with children and young people, with the dancing and singing, it's this unmistakable symbol of male and female union. Solitary hawthorns often marked old sacred groves or meeting places, wells, springs, underground water or fairy trysting places. Groups of hawthorn, especially a group of three, were considered to be potent places and to be treated with the utmost respect. Because hawthorns are said to guard the entrances to the Fey world, sitting under hawthorns on Beltane Eve or anywhere between then and Litha or Midsummer was said to result in enchantment or being fetched away by the fairies. So the Beltane altar, um, altars are a way of, of honouring the Sabbath, the god, the goddess and, and anything that's personal to you. Some witches are very traditional in setting up their spaces, uh, but I like to think you should do what works for you best because ideally an altar space is somewhere where you spend time in, in meditation, uh, reflection, um, magical workings, where it won't be disturbed. Depending on how much space you have, you can try all or some of the following ideas. Um, mine has been the top shelf um, of a shelving unit in my bedroom. Currently, I have a beautiful archway in my living space, which has been set up as a permanent altar. But I also have an additional natural altar in the garden. When I moved here, there's a lot of um, hawthorn bushes in my garden already and birch trees which I'm not used to working with so that that was really wonderful but when I moved here there's a space in between these two birch trees that is a natural altar and it's got the most perfect fey energy there as well so that's actually set up with a fey door and crystals and offerings and it has the most glorious display in spring at the moment of um, primroses, bluebells, daffodils, um, the forget-me-nots and prior to that there were the snowdrops as well. So 
obviously sort of moving outside and working in the gardens or woods at, at Beltane is, is going to really increase that natural magic for you. So Beltane is a time when earth is lush and green, trees are returning to life, we've got lots of um, beautiful blossoms in the garden at the moment, thankfully the winds haven't taken the cherry blossoms I have. Think of the spring colours, you've got the yellows of the daffodils, the primroses, the dandelions, you've got purples of lilac, you've got the blues of the forget-me-not. So decorate your altar with all or any of these colours, you know, combining with altar cloths or candles or coloured ribbons, hawthorn blossom, but obviously ask the tree spirit first if it's okay to take, plus anything else that you can take from the garden with permission. Beltane holiday is a time when in some traditions the male energy of the god is at its most potent. So he's often portrayed with a lather, large and erect phallus and other symbols of his fertility, including antlers, sticks, acorns and seeds. So you can include any of these on your altar too. You could consider adding a small maypole centre a piece in the garden. So you can actually, if you can find um, a piece of hawthorn that's maybe fallen, um, you can turn that into a sort of a mini maypole yourself. In addition to these attributes of the god, the fertile womb of the goddess is honoured at Beltane too. So she's the earth, she's warm, inviting, she's waiting for these seeds to grow within her. So you can add a goddess symbol such as a statue, a cauldron, a cup, I personally, being close to the coast, like to use a shell for this as well. Any circular items such as a wreath or ring can also be used to represent the goddess. I do like the hair analogy with the goddess. So I've always got a, a hair figure, a moon gazy hair figure on my altar just to, to represent the goddess there too. If you follow or want to follow uh, traditions that represent the Fae, you can leave offerings on your altars for your household helpers. A collection of early spring flowers, you could maybe um, weave them a little daisy crown or something like that, some herbs, anything sparkly, so crystals like blue and gold goldstone, pyrite, opalite anything like that they love you can also sort of pop your candles on there as well and other symbols of beltane you've got chalices honey oats milk antlers or horns fruits such as cherries mangoes pomegranates peaches for the obvious womb kind of intonations there swords lances and arrows so some ideas for Beltane. I've mentioned about making a mini maypole from a stick you foraged or, you know, asking permission to take from the tree. You could ideally make it the size of a wand, so the length of your elbow to the tip of your middle finger, and then choose colours that symbolise what you most desire. So pink for romance, red for passion and vigour, green for healing, yellow for happiness, blue for peace. And then you can attach them to the top of the wand and marry them together by twisting them around in each pattern. Think about what it is that you want to bring to you, what you want to create with your magic. Recite this wish and finish with a so mote it be. And then I would leave the ribbons bound around the wands and keep uh, probably until litha when you, you know, the magic is stronger there. Beltane is a beautiful time to walk around the greenwood or any wood really. So any green area that's kind of out of town would be perfect. You could create a gift, okay, to the goddess. So a ball made from wood that's kind of knotted together, um, a pentacle, things like a daisy chain or something like that. And you can leave those in the trees with your wishes as well. The greenwood was typically the place where couples would make their vows to each other at a hand fast as well. You can visit your favourite tree or poem with a piece of writing and leave it tied to the tree with something that's biodegradable, okay? Light your own bell bonfire. 
using collected wood rather than cut wood. Scarlet candles with some rosemary, lavender or rose petals are very good for, for bell wishes as well. Traditionally, it's said that if you rise at dawn on May uh, morning and wash your face in the morning dew, it's said to bring you radiant health and happiness and fertility. Traditionally, maidens would bathe their whole body in dew on the morning. So if you're not overlooked by your neighbours too much, that might be something you want to give a go. Personally, I will be heading up to, to Dartmoor, to Haytor, to uh, bring in the sunrise with the wonderful Beltane, Balls and Morris. So that's certainly something to see if you can catch up with because they are absolutely incredible their Beltane dance is is purely magical and they literally fly the only way to describe it spirals and labyrinths this is something that's more usually linked to to Samhain and the shedding but also you can use the the potent energy of the earth and these spirals and labyrinths for Beltane too so a labyrinth is a continuous path that takes you to the center and back out again it twists and turns but as you keep walking forward, you will always come out again. So you can use these for meditation, for example, taking a question to the centre to bring out an answer for inner clarity, to leave a part of something old, something you want to shed, something you want to give up at the centre behind. So it's, it's kind of a rite of passage too. So let's look at some crystals for your Beltane altar as well, just to finish. So I like to think of stones that have this element of, of fire and passion. So for me, amber, it's very sensual, it's very detoxing. It's said to increase attractiveness. Carnelian is the energy stone and this includes your sexual energy as well. So that's a, a big yes on that one. Equally, red jasper, okay? It's said to increase willpower and potency and sexual desire. Copper is very good for relieving exhaustion. So enough of that as it is. Garnets and rubies, these are your real sort of vavavoom stones. Let's give, give things a little bit of a push there. Rhodochrosite can help to bring about new love. Uh, ruby and fuchsite, so this combination of ruby and that beautiful fuchsite, which is actually known as the fairy stone. Um, you've got that lovely glitter from the mica in there. It's this balance of female and male energies with that little bit of fairy magic in there. So absolutely perfect for your altars. Bloodstone. Again, this combination of green stone with the, with the red blood in there brings vitality and courage when you're kind of summoning your desires or your wishes in spell work. And finally, dragonstone. Um, so a little lesser known stone. Again, it's this combination of two different minerals in one stone, which brings in that dragon energy, that fire, okay, that determination. And it's a beautiful stone that offers positivity and optimism, strength and courage. And if you're sort of starting a new chapter in life, if you're getting over grief or something, it opens your eyes to the beauty in life and the world as well. Now, I mentioned finally that Samhain and Beltane are both perfect times to connect in with our loved ones um, across the veil because the veil is at its thinnest at these points. So Samhain, I, I do love to use um a dark mirror, an obsidian dark mirror for scrying. For Beltane, I prefer to use a clear quartz sphere, so a crystal ball. But sometimes I, you know, I will switch it around and, and see what's what. Both periods, whether you're in the northern hemisphere with Beltane or the southern hemisphere with Samhain, it's the perfect time for you to sort of connect in uh, with your crystal pendulums, but also for divination with your tarot and oracle cards too, and runes if you have them. So however you choose to celebrate, bright Beltane blessings things from me to you have a wonderful wonderful sabbath and festival and celebration and i'll see you next time thank you
may have the title of this next track very, very wrong. But if I do, then I do apologise and maybe somebody will correct me. It's recorded by a band called Nevermore and taken from their album Standing at the Dawn of a Brand New Day. And Nevermore include a guy called Peter Prokovnik. And Peter and I go back a long, long way, back to the days when he lived in Glastonbury. And so uh, one day I'll tell you the story about that if you haven't already heard it. So here is his band with a track called Song of Amagin.
Some time ago, around the beginning of lockdown, the next band surfaced. There was talk about them forming and it just seemed to take forever. But when it came to the point that the band were released on the Ilfracombe public, they went down an absolute storm. So here is a track taken from their first EP, something called Spaced Out. So here is Open Mind.
North Devon to Delaware, this is Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. Well, we don't half cover the world on this show. Next, we're going to France and a band called the Remy Orts Project. And this is taken from their album Symphonia and is a track called Siren. I hope you like it. Thank you. 
sure a lot of you will have heard this story before, but I am a photographer as well as being a radio presenter and musician. And this next band, a band called Tuathadia, and I was asked if I would be interested in going to the to America and photographing them on one of their tours. Naturally, the artist in me jumped at the opportunity. We were discussing it and the terms and so on and so forth. And it got to the point where we actually worked out that I was going to be away for probably best of part of six months. And they felt that uh, because they're a self-contained unit and they go off doing their thing, they felt that it was unfair to take me away from home and work and that sort of thing for such a long period. So it ended up that I didn't do the tour. Uh, I've still stayed in touch with the band. I think they're absolutely brilliant. I was chatting to one of their members only a couple of weeks ago. He was in Ireland, I'm across the water in Ilfracombe and we were having a conversation uh, over the phone. And it was it was great to, to, to catch up. So here are Tuathadir with the hum and the shiver.
just have a great time. I'm the Merlin, you're listening to Cauldron FM, The Sound of Magic, coming to you from the North Devon coast. So long expected When the gates are open wide Magic sold and new collected Have restored the ancient pride Throughout fairies' wide dominion Hear the trumpet swoop and soar Avalon is risen, is risen, is risen Avalon is risen to fall no more Now stand in wonder as our visions come to pass. Old Earth Mother and God of Thunder, Huntress Weaver, join the dance. Swell the sound of joyous laughter, hear immortal voices roar. Avalon is risen, is risen, is risen, Avalon is risen to fall no more. Thought that all their hating had sent her beneath the waves. Avalon was only waiting for her folk, will not be slaves. Now the day of freedom's dawning brings them back forevermore. Avalon is risen, is risen, is risen. Avalon is risen to fall no more. Another time Ruling with a rod of flowers Giving us the bliss of life Prayer and freedom now shall guide us Lead us, be our counselor Avalon is risen, is risen, is risen Avalon is risen to fall no more Warriors of the old gods As the wild hunt's horn does sound All their work shall fall before us And the evil ones be bound Raise the shield of bright Athena Swing the hammer of great Thor Avalon is risen, is risen, is risen Avalon is risen to fall no more Poet, Cody, Rune Master, and Shaman true. All your faith is now rewarded, prophets of the ancient lore. Avalon is risen, is risen, is risen. Avalon is risen to fall no more. Sailing through 
until the next time, this is the Merlin saying thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. This is Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And our email address, if you want to get in touch, is cauldronfm at mail.com. So until the next time, as I say, bye for now and blessed be. Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media Production.